are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our final episode of Locked on Flames for the month of October. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and tonight we are going over the winners and losers of the week and kind of a weekly wrap-up of the news and notes around the league. Be sure to subscribe and follow Locked on Flames for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you will get the latest episode of this show every time it comes out. And if you're feeling generous, please head over to the podcast app and leave a uh, review of the show along with a five-star rating. So earlier today, the Hockey Hall of Fame announced that they will not induct a class of 2021. And that is because they want uh, the class of 2020 to be inducted on its own. And they go on to say, or Lanny McDonald goes on to say, the magic of induct of the induction weekend from the perspective of the new inductees is participating in several days of close interaction with family friends and former teammates fellow legends and fans on that premise the board felt that it was the right decision to bestow upon the class of 2020 the recognition and lifetime experience they so richly deserve and all consistent and always consistent with past induction classes i think that that's completely fine I know that people are kind of upset about it, but at the end of the day, it is the respectful thing to do, and everybody who was inducted is entitled to the same amount of, you know, uh, respect that the previous classes were given, and not that, you know, combining the two classes would feel rushed, but I feel like the experience wouldn't be the same, and it's it's okay like it's not going to throw things off for future years really I don't in my opinion it won't because it's not like you're gonna have this chunk of something missing it's literally just (laughs) you know it's gonna go from 2020 to 2022 and it's special and I think hopefully that um you know the players feel the same way as well too because they like I said they deserve that recognition and the same level of attention and attention to detail (laughs) as past inductions have gone. But Rick Bonus agreed to a two-year contract to return as the coach of the Dallas Stars, and that was agreed upon Thursday. And he was promoted after Jim Montgomery was fired back in December, almost a year ago, wow, for unprofessional conduct these stars were 20, 13, and 5 under bonus, and um, <laughs> and they actually, you know, they went on to the cup final, but lost in 6 to the Lightning, <laughs> and he was hired as uh, Stars' assistant coach back in 2018 after five years as associate coach of the Lightning. He's 65 years old with 143 wins, 302 losses, and 8 ties, or no, 8 overtime losses and 48 ties as NHL coach for the Winnipeg Jets, Boston Bruins, Ottawa Senators, New York Islanders, Phoenix Coyotes, and Stars. 
And, um, you know, the general manager goes on to say that he knows how to balance things and he's willing to call out a player and he's willing to talk to him, to me, the general manager, about some situations. But they're healthy discussions and there's a level of respect there. Anyone who knows Rick knows, uh, anyone who knows Rick, they know the respect. It's communication with respect and he's got, that he's got through the organization and, um, you know, I think that's really great. I hope that this is a good fit for the stars and hopefully helps them, uh, get through another playoff round and, you know, another deep playoff run, I should say, but hopefully, uh, you know, next time Calgary is able to stop them. And looking back on Calgary playing Dallas, those teams were so mismatched and Dallas was just so much better. And it's kind of laughable to think about now. And um, thanks. I hate it. But speaking of the stars, uh, Tyler Sagan's surgery to repair a torn labrum and his hip has been delayed and uh, he would be out for another month of the NHL season if as if it was planned to start on January 1st and um Jim Nill goes on to say we anticipate he's having it next week because of the coronavirus pandemic where he's having the surgery there are certain restrictions so we've had to work around some of those things some surgeries have been canceled so he hasn't had it yet we'll have another call here I hope, next week. And I can update everyone on things moving forward. That's the tough reality right now of, uh, you know, coronavirus and just trying to have any sort of medical procedure done, especially if it's not deemed as, you know, like emergency or I don't, I know that a lot of hospitals like stop doing elective surgeries and I suppose that this could be seen as elective as well depending on the severity of the uh, labrum damage and things like that because you know it's not something like the heart or the brain or the stomach so I mean it's all up to the doctors and how that hospital is working so hopefully things do get better and uh, Sagan has a speedy recovery and uh, hopefully the surgery goes well but coming up next uh we talk about the ufas that are still out there that have not landed in a home but first a word from our friends at built bar uh built bar is one of those ultimate staples that everybody needs in their life i think that i carry my uh built bar (laughs) you know at least one with me every day now it's just great to reach for when you need that extra punch and can't necessarily reach for something like a candy bar. But you know what's great about Built Bar? It is 100% chocolate, tastes like a candy bar, and it hits that sweet spot and gets that sweet tooth craving fixed right away while it actually, (laughs) you know, is healthy for you. Uh, Built Bar is low in calorie, low in carbs, keto-friendly, and high in protein. So it is overall wonderful for anybody who wants to consume it and if you head on over to builtbar.com right now you can use promo code locked on and get 20% off of your next order of built bar and that's promo code locked on at builtbar.com for 20% off of your next order locked on flames continues don't forget to follow me over on twitter 
you can find me at Jessica Belmosto. Come on, join in on the conversation. I hope that everybody is having a fantastic day today. You know, it's uh, the night before Halloween and you know what's spooky? The fact that Anthony Duclair has still not signed somewhere. He's a 25-year-old winger with a cur- with an, uh, career high <laughs> of 23 goals and 40 points in 66 games last season with the Senators. He was also played. Uh, he also played in his first NHL All-Star game. He was drafted by the New York Rangers back in 2013. He has 162 career points in in the regular season, and he has played for the Rangers, the Coyotes, the Blackhawks, the Blue Jackets, and the Senators. So, I mean, I do think that anybody who does sign him is going to really benefit from his presence in the locker room. I think that he is a great leader and he is somebody that uh, really has the potential to blow up and be just really productive and super helpful and a great addition to any offensive team. (laughs) But uh, Michael Grenland is uh, also still a free agent. He was told by the Predators that they would not be resigning him and they were they acquired him from a trade with the Wild and uh back in 2019 and that was after he scored at least 67 points in two consecutive seasons but he scored only 20 uh sorry 35 in 79 games after the trade and oof I don't know something about Nashville man it is just not very good. (laughs) There's like a curse or something that happens when players go there because, you know, you look at players like, oh my goodness, Matt Duchesne. I couldn't think of his name. I could think of his child on his Instagram though. (laughs) He's a little baby. So cute. But I don't know. It's just something doesn't sit right there. But hopefully, um, you know, he lands somewhere good and is, you know, a great addition to any team. I think that a lot of these teams are going to be doing probably some like late signings because they want to see how the cap works out a little bit and how things shake off and what what exactly they're working with as um, you know the season kind of projects. But uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is also a free agent. Once again, the 37-year-old winger scored 26 points in 46 games with the LA Kings, Montreal Canadiens, and Capitals last season, and has scored 60 points in 110 games since returning to the NHL in 2018, after he was over in the KHL for five seasons. <laughs> I'm like, I don't mean to laugh, but these numbers are just, I, I don't understand that he's so good. And I, I'm shocked that the Caps haven't been like, okay, let's get our deal done. But it is what it is. I think once again, that, um, he, he would be good on any team. <laughs> I don't think that that's, um, an understatement by any, or an overstatement by any means. He, is just, I don't know, I don't understand how (laughs) you come back from the KHL uh, after five years and then go on such a tear at the age that he is. And, you know, 37 is kind of, you know, up there for hockey players, but 
<laughs> goodness gracious, I really would love to see where he lands and what he does for that team. Uh, 35-year-old Carl Soderberg is also a free agent. He has scored 35 points in 70 games with the Coyotes last season and has scored at least that many points in six of the past seven NHL seasons. Uh, as a former Bruin, I endorse the Flames uh, to sign him. I think that, that would be great. You know, um, I endorse this signing and bless one-eyed Swede and wherever he goes. So many teams are still trying to figure out what to do with their RFAs and what to pay them. So I think that this, I don't want to say like this last sweep of UFAs, but like this last group of, you know, the more notable UFAs are probably going to be sitting around uh, without a contract for just a little bit longer. And especially if some of these teams don't have negotiations finished until training camp or close to it. But, you know, it feels really weird to come home after a long day at work and not have hockey to look forward to, you know? I'm so used to that 705 puck drop for the Bruins. And then, you know, two hours later, I have my Calgary Flames to tune into and then hop on and record a podcast to publish for the next day. So it's a little strange. Makes me sad, but, you know, I know there will come a time where Calgary Flames hockey is back and whether it be in a bubble or if they're at the Saddle Dome, it's going to be wonderful. And I am so excited just to kind of get through these dog days of fall and uh, hopefully have have us some hockey by middle to end of January. But coming up next, I have your losers and winners of the week. Welcome, everybody, and please gather round. I hope that you are ready for my favorite, favorite segment. And for those of you who are new here, this segment started off by, um, it was by my old co-host who would kind of transform his old segments that he did at TSN. And so this comes from Uh, the winners and losers of the weekend, but we do the winners and losers of the week. So uh, the winner of my week is Mookie Betts. Uh, Hands down, I don't care. (laughs) He, um, you know, won another World Series, second in two years. He has a fat paycheck for him for the next 12 years, (laughs) and I look forward to all of the Dodgers baseball content that Mookie Betts gives us. And yes, it kills me that he is not on the Red Sox, but it's okay. He looks a lot happier out West and I can't say I blame him. And my loser of the week is the one and only Charlie Morton. Um, He lost the World Series and then uh, Tampa came out and said, that they are not exercising his option so he will enter free agency and you know that's you know that's tough that's tough for him but he's gonna go get paid by somebody else and I don't know baseball is just one heck of a business and sometimes I feel like it's worse than hockey but you know best of luck to all the free agents and hopefully Alex Cora is my winner for next week and my shout out is to sue bird and megan rapino 
and uh, for their engagement that happened or that was just announced just moments before I started recording this. So congratulations to the happy couple. And coming up next week, we will talk more about the bubble and uh, take a look back on the Flames postseason run and whatever else we can come up with on this fine well, it'll be November, the first week in November. And make sure you're following me over on Twitter at Jessica Belmosto, and I will chat with you all later next week. Bye-bye.